Hi, my name is Rob Nichols, and you're listening to Rhythm and Pixels Video Game Music Podcast. What you're about to hear is a live podcast recording at Too Many Games Video Game Expo um, this year, 2017, in Pennsylvania. And the recording did not come out quite as good as I had hoped, so the microphones are going to be a little bit clunky, but I cut in some fresh music, so it's going to sound really great. I hope you enjoy it. Um, so stay tuned and enjoy the show. Thank you. Ready? Hello and welcome to Rhythm and Pixels Video Game Music Podcast, live at Too Many Games. <laughs> we are a uh, video game music podcast. We um, listen to and appreciate music from all consoles, all generations. All timelines. All timelines. The alternate timelines, alternate universes. Except for that one we don't go back to. That place is awful. But my, na- <laughs> my name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell. And this is what we do. We, um, we, we pick a topic every week, and we just kind of dive into it. Um, I am not really... I don't know a lot of video games. I don't play a lot of video games. Um, this man does. I play too many video games. <laughs> but I love music. And um, I love the sound of the old hardware. And we are streaming live on Facebook on that little phone over there. So hopefully that works out. But um, like, um, So what we kind of like started like getting to know each other going to like Otakon. Yeah, not even before that. It was really like what happened was many moons ago, he used to work at an electronics boutique in a mall. Yeah. And I worked at the KB Toys a couple stores down in the mall. So I spent way too much time going into his store harassing him and his staff, <laughs> asking to play games for free and doing the return cycle system that used to exist back then. They all hated me, and yet somehow we became friends later on in life after yeah, the fact. Yeah. That's about the time when I stopped playing games. It was right about when the, right when the PS2 came out. Um when I really stopped following games because I, all I wanted was the Dreamcast and they stopped making Dreamcast games and so I gave up forever. No, you didn't. You played sure. DDR indefinitely. Yeah, I do. I play that a lot. <laughs> That's all it took though, really. Yeah. So what it boiled down to eventually was many moons later, like I said, we mentioned it earlier, but... Long ago. In a long time, far, <laughs> far away in 2015, um, Rob was getting involved and dealing, doing more with his production because he does music on, he does music for fun. Awesome recordings, by the way. And he was like, you know, I have this idea. I want to do a podcast because it seems like there's a, a current niche that needs to be filled with that because not as many people are doing it as it used to be. Do you think you want to be honest? And I basically said, I could be loud, obnoxious, yes. and talk video games with my friend. Yeah. What the hell is not to want? That's what we do anyway. And then we so were coming fine. up with different like episode like titles for the show. It was like, Super Best Podcast Friends, and, you know, Apples Don't Go Great with Oranges in the Orchid with Music, starring Purnell and Rob. And Rhythm then, and Pixels worked out, because I'm Rob and you're Purnell. Yep. That's all you need to know. Exactly. That's good. So what is today's actual topic? Okay, so today's topic, we're going to choose from three different topics. Um, we're going to go back and forth. So like our, our topics, like uh, next week's topic on the show is going to be just golf games, like classic 16-bit golf games. Um, I know that if you listen to the VGM Jukebox, they just did like a 20-minute special on just golf music. And I've listened to it on repeat for like the past three days. So that's going to be great. So, But today we're going to have three different topics. We're each going to pick a song from that topic. Um, again, there's no restriction on hardware or system. It's just whatever's going to be awesome. And we're just going to discuss it, why we like it, um, what's cool about it. 
there's a slight challenge involved here too because we originally had a friend who was going to show up and do some judging for us, yeah, but he couldn't oh, make yeah, it. Yeah. We're going to do like a, like a like a music battle, but let's let's get started so we don't um we don't go over time. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, so why don't why don't you start us off? Well, you choose the first topic. We have three. Uh, I'll choose the first topic. You choose the topic. I'll choose. The, I'll mention my track. All right. So my first topic is going to be, um, I wanted police, like or law enforcement, but we're just going to go justice. And that's where it's at. So think justice. All right. And I'm choosing the first track. I'm glad I, you did that. I would love for you to choose the first track. Thank you very much. I'm really excited to play the music today. Because to put it in perspective, he's a morning person. I am not. So yes. I'm dying right now. So this track is going to wake me the heck up. So um, the track I picked that gave me a sense of justice is the boss theme from the game Mufia 2 Rise of the Sinistrals. And it's composed by Yasunori Shiona. So you're listening to the boss theme from Lufia 2, Rise of Sinistrals, composed by Yasunori Shiono. Now, again, Rob wanted law enforcement for this topic. Yeah, I was thinking like police knots. Yeah, or East SWAT or something. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Like, East SWAT no. would be great. Like, I wanted justice. I wanted a track that when you hear it, in any circumstance that is played during the game proper, that you get a sense of wanting to just get up. Ball your fist up and just start throwing blows at whoever stands between you and wherever the heck it is you want out of life. And if you got a little foamy buddy off to the side, you can <laughs> drop out of a capsule. You can just kind of hang out on the side. All the freaking better. If there's and, a bully at school bothering at you, you put this song on and let him know. You, you joke about that, but that's how I actually dealt with bullies. So I had the right music in my head. It was like time to get to work. Oh, man. So, so we feel too. Yes, it was a good game. This on. is like a prequel, right? It's a prequel sound title to the original Lufia, and they they kind of changed up the formula in an immense way from the previous game. It had like monster capsule summons that you could bring in that can evolve and level up a la Pokemon and such. So I think you could devolve them too, but I never bothered. I just leveled them up and evolved them. Um, it had really awesome Zelda style puzzles within the dungeons proper too. So a lot of block sliding, key opening, walk of lava. Some works. of the best battle music I have ever heard in like classic sixteen bit. It's just phenomenal. Such as this track. Such as this track. And then there's two there's two battle tracks. There's a there's a boss track and like a final boss track. And it's just like the rest of the music's great, but like the rhythm section 
is like super crisp. Like you don't you don't hear hi hats like this on a lot of other um, Super Nintendo soundtracks. And this part here is just super emotional. Like right here. Yes, right. See that? And that's the other thing about this too. Like Shut I don't up. know. I'm you, hey, you. <laughs> Iron the pit of your stomach, right? So I played this first track because I knew Kim was going to show up during the track. <laughs> <laughs> Just the time. All right, so you want to know what my next track is? Not as good. That's so, all we need. Uh, so we're going to go way, way back to one of the first games from Hideo Kojima. Oh. This is Snatcher for the PC88, uh, and this is theme of Snatcher. I'm scared. Yeah. Think of like a, a super. Like 1980s Stranger Things style music. It's gonna be great. I can go with that. This is the theme of Snatcher. I don't have a, a composer for this because all that was credited was the uh, Konami Cookie Hay Club. I'm hoping I'm saying that right. I think it means like the Square Wave Club. So check this one out. This is a theme of Snatcher from the game Snatcher for the PC88. This is the theme of Snatcher from the game Snatcher. For the this is for the PC eighty eight. Although it was ported, I think, to the Sega CD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where most people I know that talk highly of it got a chance to play it, which is really interesting. It was also um, on the uh, CD ROM for the PC eighty eight, and it had like sound effects, like uh, there was voice acting, and there was like cars driving, like lots of ambient noise, but still this style music, but with like sound effects on top of it. So it's kind of a weird so you were definitely uh, juxtaposition. Going for the, so they were going for the thing that we were talking about earlier. Pretty much they had like a nice montage video running over this yeah. with people like cars pulling in. Yeah, this is an adventure game um, by Hideo Kojima. Um, I think he did this one right after um, the first Metal Gear for the MSX. Okay. And it's all about like a, it's a cyberpunk kind of world um, where you're fighting. Like you're, you're, you're a detective and you're going after cyborgs. I don't know. This, this song is just I love the sound of the PC-88. I've talked about it a lot on the show, but when it comes to like the classic FM synth sounds, like the YM-2112 and the 2601, it's so good. I love it. I know I know it drives some people crazy. No, there's nothing to be <laughs> driven crazy about. And for the record, worth pointing out, as you can probably gauge by how we describe our tracks that we select, 
it is a rather well-known concept at this point between the two of us at least that Rob is definitely the rhythms in this whole circumstance right. situation because he knows hardware he knows sounds types and styles and I'm pixels because I'm like that game was pretty fun it had that part where you did the thing with the stuff and it was awesome that way um, but as a compa- as a pairing it's awesome because we kind of not only do we talk about it for the purpose of the show, but we also kind of teach each other about the things we're discussing. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. I don't know much about the game, so you kind of help me out there. But this one, neither of us have played. Yeah, I just have friends who tell me I'm insane for not having played it because, so, like, one of my other good friends, really? this was like, yeah, Mike. I can call you insane for many other reasons. Well, yeah, but <laughs> not 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 in company presence, you know. I got a I got a reputation to uphold here. Sure, but um. Basically, yeah, that was like Mike's big thing. Like a good friend of mine, he would always chastise me for not having dabbled in it. Yet he would also not go out of his way to lend me the game. So I don't know what to make of that. So whatever to him. So didn't trust you? Of course not. I won't. Wait, but I might you not do get the same back. thing. You're like, okay, here's my copy of Final Fantasy. I want it back. I you have to. You have a week to complete it. <laughs> well, one last thing before we go to the next topic because he brought it up. He says I'm greedy about loading out games, right? That's a hundred percent fact. And something like Too Many Games <laughs> is a prime explanation of why that is. Oh, I'll, that's right. I'll give you the flat example I came across. There's a vendor out there selling a copy of Bonk 3, Bonk's Big Adventure, for $375. I got that game for 20 years ago as a birthday present. A friend of mine wanted to borrow it because why not? It's a Turbo Graphics game. His, his, one of his crony friends just kind of threw you, it in his lap. Are you just using this as, a, as an opportunity to put somebody on blast? Yes! Okay, I'm... I'm, I'm that's the goal. <laughs> so he's like, oh, come on, we brought a game, man. I'm, I'm like, you can trust me. I was like, I don't know, man. Last time I lent the game out to somebody, robbed me and stole all of my stuff, which actually did happen. And he was like, nah, but it's not going to be like this time. I swear, I'm good with games. I'll get it back to you. So I loaned them that and Bomberman 93, also worth a lot of money right now. No one knows whatever happened to them. I don't know if he sold them for some, you know, not-so-legal goods or if he just lost them entirely. But he acts like it never <laughs> happened. I know what happened, oh and every God. time I come here, I get to experience what once was, what but never will be, because... What it feels like yeah. to be to lost something. There it is. <laughs> the sorrow is deep. This is like, it's like the soundtrack of you like tracking this guy down. Ah! Getting, your, getting your games back. Justice! Learning that he's a cyborg and has killed your father. You Dad? Knew. <laughs> he, just, he just helped me with, the, with painting the house last week. You're learning a lot today. I'm, not, I'm putting a lot on you right now, but let's not worry about that. Oh, my God. Let's, uh, let's worry about our next our next topic. Hey, what will that be, good sir? Well, I picked the first one. All right. So well, which one's on you? Of the remaining two that we got in mind, i got to go down to business with Ninja Beats. So ninjas. you can start with the tune. This is easy. This is just Ninjas. Yeah, ninjas. Flat out, nothing beyond just ninjas. Wherever you want, wherever you think justifies the ninjas. The ninjas. All right. I am going to find my track. All right, there it is. This is the ending theme. Oh. This is the ending theme from Shadow of the Ninja by Iku Mizutani, which I know Mike loves Iku Mizutani. Um, I was going to go with the Shinobi track, but I love this soundtrack to death. So this is for the Nintendo Entertainment System, Shadow of the Ninja... Ending thing. Oh, yeah. This is this is emotional. Perfect after the story yeah. you just you just. <laughs> this is emotional. Me. Yeah, yeah.
right, this is the ending theme from Shadow of the Ninja, Ikimizutani, and Koichi Yamanishi. Um, I love the way this starts out. Super, like, just almost tragic. You know, there's a kind of that slow, plodding, like, imperial march, but with that, that bass. I'm telling you, man, I, I, I believe that that's probably why it does that. The ending of the game is that you realize that the ninja was actually the shadow. The ninja whole time. The took shadow. all of your games and sold them at too many games at a premium. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> Shoot. Might have to go around and ask where that bonk came from, actually. Well, another reason I wanted to play this track is it's got a very um, classic Japanese kind of sound to it. Really, really heavy on the melody. But there's only four channels. There's no samples in this track. You got four channels, two square waves, uh, a triangle wave, and the noise channel playing the percussion. But it sounds like 50, and I love that. I can honestly, I feel like this does embody what I feel should come out of an ending track in an yeah. action-based game specifically. Like, you want to feel that sense of closure, that sense of, you know, like it's like it's kind of come bringing you down. Not in a bad way, I mean, but in a sense like, okay, you went through all this nonsense, you slayed demon after demon, yeah. You took out the guy that was driving that police car for whatever reason in a ninja game. It's definitely an um, arc here. Let me bring that bring that the beginning back. Yeah, so he's like so at that point it's like the retribution has been met has been had. It's like the guy's the, the villain is laid out, the orb of Solomon is just broken in pieces all over the floor, and you got your back to him like that's what you get for killing my dog. Yeah, I'm done. Lot, I'm done here. A lot of drama going on in this tune. Yeah, so he's like now he's looking off into the expanse. Picturing all the people he met on his journey. You know, the little boy that was delivering papers in the neighborhood that just wanted a quiet life in town. and But ninja villains were just coming along, you know, just vandalizing houses, and, you know, leaving ninja stars on doorsteps. You know the deal. It's a really bad scene, you know. And it's just all of his friends are just, he's picturing them, and he's like, I finally have avenged you all. I've missed my ninja family. <laughs> you should miss your ninja family. They were freaking awesome. Took care of business, though. That's what matters. Though. I miss you, Master of Ninja. Farewell. <laughs> He's looking there like, no, you don't. You're glad I'm going. Now, you picked a rocker of a track. I did. So I'm, I'm looking forward to playing this bad boy. All right. Well, let's see. Like I said, I'm worried if I can even compete with this one, but I'm going to no, do no, what no, I no. can. I'm sticking with my guns here. This, this, was, well, this was an alternate. Oh, this was? Yeah. See, this goes with my theory. I knew it. I that knew it. I knew slowly it. Slowly, we're becoming one person. That too. Like, <laughs> I had to believe that, like, Rob had to prep the episode for the show. So I had to have my track selections to him at a certain point in time, which means that he could have went through the track selection and go, okay, well, print up, just let me hear it. Oh my god, this is awesome. I'm going to take that track and just kick it in the can, and I'm going to pick this one instead. I don't know how you did this, but yeah. So <laughs> The track I chose uh, wow. is from the game Shinobi 3, Rise of the Ninja Master, and the track title is called Russian Beat. Composed by Hirofumi Morsaki, Masayuki Nagao, and Morihiko Akiyama. Enjoy.
you are listening to right now, aside from the fact that it has a majestic beast, is Russian Beat from the game Shinobi 3, Rise of the Ninja Master, composed by Hirofumi Morisaki, Masayuki Nagao, and Morihiko Akiyama. To me, this track encompasses, in different components, every parts, different parts, every aspect of what it is like to be a ninja. It opens up what you sneak it into a specific, uh, secret facility. You don't even half the time know why you're there. You just know that your mission is to go and infiltrate this mysterious building. You tiptoe right. in, and then lights come on. <laughs> and you got guys with freaking machine guns and um, you know, you know, RPGs for whatever freaking reason. You know what ninjas usually are up against. And and this is game, he's, he's, he totally is. He's oh, he totally is. Yeah, yeah. He's up against like robots and. And he just he just dives yeah. in the axe. He just dashes into the base, totally. slashing people left and right. Summoning lightning from the heavens because somehow it just comes into the building without damaging the ceiling. But he does all these things, and then he has a time. He has a time to kind of do like a moonwalk backwards when he takes care of a little bit of business. There's like, okay, so I got is, a what, moment. Got what's, a that, what's that jazz organ in like a, in like a little se- middle section do? That's that's when he's that's when he's kind of like taking a breather from all the, from all the mayhem and just kind of like sauntering through. Like that's right. So that's why they hired me for like, this like job. a little like a ninja break. Yeah, ninja breakdown. Ninja breakdown. <laughs> and then this part is when he's kind of like cre- might be creeping through like some ducks or something. Or he's probably, best he's still do- he's doing his work right about here. Getting out of business, taking some he's got to like do some grappling to go up to another layer where there's a ventilation shaft. And then he goes, yes, creeping through the ventilation shaft. He's almost there's destination. He's got the map out, but he can barely read it because he was never taught how to actually read maps. This is the first time they gave him one for a mission, but he think he's working off the details because he wants to expedite the process here. And lo and behold, he's still creeping, he's still creeping, he's choking, he's coughing because, you know, of course, this is a dirty base, so they don't clean their air filters or anything. It's just dust flying all up in the place. Right. Then he brings up the grate. Stand! Center base. Love it. Control console, head guy, looks kind of like Kim Jong-il sitting off in the background. They're like, what you do here? And he's like, I'm going to take you down, man. <laughs> I will personally fund this movie. It, it, Please do, actually, yes. I'm going to go to Kickstarter. I'll just take all my savings out and fund this movie. <laughs> Done deal, man. Make it work. <laughs> now, the, uh, the actual, the, that, that little, like, jazzy organ section reminds me of, like, Castlevania Bloodlines a little bit. Really? Yeah, yeah. Right here. Kind of, kind of a little underwater kind of feeling. That was an underwater section. All right, I can, see, I can, I can go with that. I can ride that wave. I think of, like a little, not like a, 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 like a not really jazz, more like a prog rock kind of feel to it. And then right back into the ninjas. <laughs> you got Rush out there on stage, fighting off ninjas. Rush, the dog? I'm talking prog rock. Oh, okay, just making sure. Like, wait all a right, minute. We are at a game convention. <laughs> yeah, I'm still in, ga- in game con mode here. I'm sorry. All right, so our last topic. All right, is going to be panic. Yes. This is a little more esoteric, a little uh. Well, cerebral, and that's a, that's actually a fun component of our show too, because like you can easily, you know, a lot of things you can come across. You're like, we're going to do a focus on this console or this console or this composer, but we every once in a while trying to come up with something just outright nebulous. Like we want to do a topic on, I don't know, get dance or yes, yeah, or you know, things that make you feel elated on anything. Yeah, like party tracks. Like party tracks. We have done party tracks. This is panic. So this is parts of the game that like you are super focused on you are just scared maybe or it's the the music is giving you that feeling of unease and just like the ending uh, the, the time runs out Mario Brothers yeah that kind of idea this, the music just speeds up it just gives you that sensation of okay I gotta, speed, I gotta hurry up now under the gun 
So I'm up on this one? Yes, you are. All right, so this Make is... It good. <laughs> All right, so this is a little different. This is from Enter the Gungeon, which I've been playing, like, nonstop for weeks. Um, this is um, for the fifth chamber, which is technically kind of the last stage. It's called The Forge Forgives You Not. Oh. Yeah, and this one just makes me crazy every time I hear it. I get super focused on the game. Okay, let's hear it. I'm this, curious. Uh, this is produced by Dose One. I, I couldn't find his real name, so we're going to go with his uh, artist name. Okie dokie. Forge Forgives You Not from Enter the Gungeon. This is composed by Dose One. And um, yeah, there's like the, the, the music in the game is adapted. So as you go into different rooms, as you defeat enemies, the music swells into like this crazy panic, bullets everywhere flying at you. And then um, after the enemies are defeated, or you go into other rooms that are not full of enemies, um, it's just it's kind of like a slow, kind of almost like a din, like in the background. Everything's kind of muted. Well, it's a more quiet tone. Yeah, yeah, really quiet, but it's still kind of there. It's almost like you could hear the music in the other rooms of, of the, and it's just. It's so successful. Like the, the the sound design of this game is so successful for such a, a almost kind of simple game of just a twin stick shooter, kind of roguelike. And I gotta say, gotta put this touch on there because I'm bouncing up your track a little bit here. Is that 
I've played a lot of like twin stick shooters in my life. I've played, you know, like Dead Nation games, you know, I've played Smash TV, which is not twin stick, but you know, the same top down shooting style with crazy bullets everywhere. But I feel like Enter the Gungeon is at a level that I don't get in a lot of games to the point where like I've been playing it since it came out and I still haven't gotten past like the third chamber in the game, which is like third floor. Meanwhile, this guy has beaten it backwards to forwards and then some. And, like, I've come over to visit him one day, like, oh, before a show, and he'll be playing it. And he's already in a level that I could never get to. And I'm having full conversations with him, raiding his refrigerator. <laughs> and he's having no problems whatsoever doing the game and holding a full conversation with me as I'm trying to throw him off. It's crazy. Yeah, I love bullet hell games. I love the level of concentration required. And that's what, for me, makes this the panic track. Because by you're, you're at the end of the game. You're probably run through all of your resources. And all you want to do is finish it. And it just gets harder and harder. And when you hear this music, like, you just focus completely. I just like, okay, I can't lose, can't lose. You know, I spent like 40, 50 minutes. Because there's no stopping, there's no saving. You just go. I love it. Got to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. It's, it takes a lot of concentration. And I love the artwork. But again, the, the music and the sound is perfect. And the way the artwork doesn't even convey just how cruel this game is. Oh, totally. Yeah. The, um. So the, the forge is where the, the the gun that will kill your past is there. It, you know, every character has a story of something in the past that they regret. They want to stop it, so they go back to the gungeon to go back in time, so they can shoot themselves to go back in the past and then solve their problem. But of course, it takes hours and hours of work to get there. So you imagine like you're on a time loop over and over, dying and dying and dying, so that you can finally find the gun and kill yourself. Well, the gun and the bullet. <laughs> and <laughs> you the need bullet. the both of them. Yeah, yeah. So, and then the forge is where all that happens. It's it's surprisingly deep, and it's just become surprisingly one of my favorite games of the past like few years. Nice. Yeah, I love it. So, I'm really interested. You're gonna bring this into more of a cartoony world. Oh, you better believe it. Yeah. Because when it came time to think about Panic, there were two things that came to mind for me: RPGs, but that'd have been too easy. And then this particular number, because it brings back a lot of fond memories, and by fond I mean horrible. Um, the track is from the game Klonoa 2, Lunatia's Veil, and it's called Mad Biscarsh. It's composed by Kaneko, Kakino, Eriko, Imura, Asuka, Sakai, and Katsuno Tajima. Talk about prog rock. Yeah, this one. <laughs> So you're listening to Mad Biscarsh from the game Klonoa 2 Lunadia's Veil, composed by Kaneko Kakino, Eriko Imura, Asuka Sakai, and Katsuno Tajima. Yeah, this track will wake you up. This, oh. Look at the drummer on this track. is crazy. 
Yeah, it's it's gold. It does it so well. So the stage set for this and how it fits is that you go to different worlds in Klonoa too, different environments that have different themes, you know. And this particular one is a city environment, and it's inhabited by people called the Volkies. And they're just happy little animal people. They kind of go about their lives, and you're going through their town, hopping off their fire hydrants, collecting all their gems. You know the deal. You're just robbing their houses and whatever. <laughs> so you get to the end of the stage of the, all the levels in that world, and you get to an environment where there's like this robot that they send after to take you down called the Biscarsh. And you fight it. You go through the, the aspect of like you know stomping it three times, what those games do. And then when you beat it, and you collect the um, the item, the element for that world, it gets back up because you can't break it, and it pretty much chases you out of the factory that you find them in. And you have to spend the next level going through the world you just left, but it's all on fire, and everyone's running around trying to put fires out, and this robot's trying to kill you, and it's chasing you through the world. Yeah. So you're basically dodging it the whole time while bouncing off of stuff and just freaking out. This whole stage are being chased. You're being chased, this this, is, and the world's on yeah. fire. <laughs> it's, it's really, it, it's like such a total... And the world's on fire. Yes, it's a complete total shift from the rest of the game up to that point. It's creepy. And the only way you end up getting away from it is it gets hit by a train. <laughs> like, you can't stop Klonoa, it. Klonoa gets hit by a train. Almost. He, <laughs> he pulls a freaking Ninja Master move of his own on oh. that part. It's so worth playing, honestly. Like, it's a, like, they call it a sleeper hit. And they are not kidding, but this entire track embodies that environment, what you're dealing with, and just the sense of panic of, I don't want to die right about this. And you'll repeat that section a lot, so you get used to this, too. Um, just a perfect selection for this theme in my eyes. I, I couldn't go without it. Yeah, I'm not usually one for like the atonal like trumpet horn section of like 70s, you know, coke-fueled jazz. Oh, but yeah. like, I love the drums on this track. It's super intense and on time like oh this part right there with the saxophone not usually my cup of tea <laughs> yeah, i'm telling you now so i would imagine like like in the throes of the game like it's just driving you forward yeah it's that and the fact that a death machine is coming after you <laughs> all those yeah, things yeah. involved make it worth this in the death machine of course of course the death machine so right, let's let's bring this track down because um, we are going to do a part of the show that we do every week we call it the bonus round bonus round so not like any other uh, uh, music podcasts or places, you know, video game podcasts or streams. Um, we like to pick uh, remixes and covers based on our themes for the day. And since we're at Too Many Games, we're going to play music from artists at Too Many Games. And I like that idea so very much. Um, and if we have time later, we're going to play some games with the audience. But it's not looking like that. But we'll play some games with the audience anyway until they kick us out. That sounds good to me. All right. So... Um, I'm going to start us off with a track from the artist A Rival. Um, this is from the uh, the Game Chops label, and his album is called Headbangers, and it's just remixes from Street Fighter. And this this music really gets me going. So this is Ryu's theme from A Rival. Check it out.
This is Ryu's theme from A Rival. And I believe he's doing the after party for too many games. I don't even know if that's today. It was yesterday. Yesterday. It was like an all-night party, and then everyone yeah. stays up to like 7 a.m., and they're like, crap, i got to go to the rest of the convention. So A Rival did some music for the uh, uh, Mega Man Cross Street Fighter game. He uh-huh. did some music for um, that one, the, the dungeon crawler that's music-based. Oh, um, no, Crypt of the Necrodancer. Crypt of the Necrodancer, thank you. We're professionals. <laughs> <laughs> well, nah, that's but, what we um, do. Yeah, I love covers and remixes where they take the original theme of the song and they kind of just play around with it. And I think that was really, really successful. It wasn't just like the main melody and the main tempo. It's just it's completely kind of flipped around. And also just to plug the games as it came up, if anyone here has access to like a Vita or a PS4 or Steam or an Xbox, any other freaking system, it's on everything, you should be playing Crypto the Necro Dancer <laughs> because it is really, really good fun. with awesome, awesome music across the board. But we are rhythm game buddies. This is true. Do. This is very true. And there's rhythm games in the arcade over there that I'm going to get back into later today. Yeah, yeah. Like injured yourself on Jubeat, right? Oh, yeah. I got to. <laughs> I tore my fingers up. They were like, they were literally, my fingertips were inflamed. You didn't like text back hour. this morning, and I was like, you're at the hospital, aren't you? And you're like afraid to tell me. Hey, Andrew, I have gloves. I got to start wearing gloves for that game. Right, so you got something on, like classically, I've got the techno track. You've got the rock track. Indeed, I do. Bring it out. Yeah, it was a challenge because I had I was between two tracks this episode. One, I've mentioned it, but I didn't pick it, is um, is a band called Hyper Potions, which I had never heard of until this con. And then I realized that they are the band that composed the music theme for the recent Sonic Mania trailer. And when I first heard that, watched that trailer and heard the music and watched the animation, I felt so good inside. I don't know what it was. It was the overall combination of classic Sonic animations and that spectacular tune that I, just, I was in love with it. But... I didn't want to pick it because it was probably really recent, and everyone and their mom is probably hearing it this week. Because I actually heard it being played in that room yesterday while I was walking around. So instead, I went with a track from another band that's here called Power Glove. And the track in question that they did is the decisive battle theme from Final Fantasy VI. So hopefully you guys enjoy it.
that nice happy major chord there. <laughs> that was perfect. That to me is one of the best renditions of the decisive battle I've ever heard. I love it. Yeah, and it, I, I think I, I think it's better than Black Mages. It is. It really is. Yeah. There's only one part in the Black Personally. Mages track that really clicks for me compared to this, but the rest, yeah, this kills it. Mm. So, so for more information about our show, go to rhythmandpixels.com. You can look for us on iTunes, Stitcher, anywhere else you guys get podcasts. Um, that's been great. We really are every freaking where. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you can find us pretty much everywhere. Um, it's audio only. Every Monday we have an episode that comes out, and this one will be out there as well. And for the record also, if you ever have a desire to like, say you like the concept or the theme of the show, but you have topic suggestions of your own that you want to throw out, we always take suggestions for topics. If anything, it gives us a break from having to get ridiculously creative all the time. And it's nice just to hear what other people want to hear. So for the record, you know, I guess... Hit us up. At Hit us up. Oh, yeah. Uh, rhythmandpixels at hotmail.com. I'm not doing the normal podcast thing because we're like in front of a bunch of people and it feels call. really weird. It does. It really does. It's like peeing in front of somebody. It's, it's just really strange. <laughs> Don't worry. Over time, you get used to it and then it's like you kind of miss it. I guess that is kind of true because I had experienced it. But anyway, the point is, the point is, if you have topic suggestions, hit, up at, hit us up at rhythmandpixels at hotmail.com. If you want to just check out the website, it's at rhythmandpixels.com. He mentioned earlier where all the episodes can be acquired and listened to. We're hoping to eventually get ourselves a decent like streaming up of concept of like different games to play. Just still trying to work out the kinks of what, how to make it entertaining. Um, but we'll be doing that. Yeah, I have a hard time making you entertaining. It's really challenging. I mean, I drink all this tea and it does nothing. I'm trying to level you up. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to take a stronger tea than that. So this is the Rhythm and Pixels video game music podcast. Uh, my name is Rob Nichols. And I'm Pernell. Thank you much. Thank you very much for coming out to the show. And hope to see you on an episode. Have a good night. <laughs> and get your butts into these rooms and get access to these arcade machines. Get some time with some of these wonderful, wonderful game purchases that are available out there. Just don't get bamboozled because there's some crazy prices blowing around. I, I don't think they want you to say that. I mean, spend all of your hard-earned money, please. <laughs> Thanks. We're done. <laughs> so there you have it. I hope you enjoyed the show. Um, it was a really good time, and we're going to be doing more of these uh, throughout this year, so stay tuned. Um, as always, if you want more information about the show, go to rhythmandpixels.com. And if you want to get in contact with us, it's rhythmandpixels at hotmail.com. And check us out on Instagram and everywhere else. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, all rhythm and pixels, all one word. Um, thanks for listening and have a great week.